0: What it really comes down to is product and the market and, and how you know how big of a market is there and you know how much can you sell your product for. And, and those are those are really interesting, you know, problems to work through, and uh, and that's what you know that's what really gets me excited. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the
1: right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. Please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Today we have Zach Onisco, who's a friend of mine who led growth at Hired.com and now is the GM at Dribble, which is one of my favorite sites uh, to find designers. Neil and I talk about a lot on marketing school. Um, that's how we find our designers. Um, so Zach, how's it going, man? It's going well. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So, thanks for being here. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about kind of who you are and uh, what you're up to?
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, so I've been, um, you know, working on building high growth startups for, you know, 15 years, 20 years now, however long it's been. Um, have been uh, kind of in the recruitment space or the design space, you know, along, along those years. Uh, I'm a designer by training, a degree in design, started my career as a web designer. Uh, then moved into uh, product management and growth, um, led growth at, uh, at a company called Branch Out, which was a high growth company um, back in the day. That company was acquired by uh, OnePage, went on to um, run growth at Creative Market, had a really fast growth story there. That company was acquired by Autodesk. Um, most recently was that hired, where I was VP of Growth and uh, did a lot of cool stuff there. And, and now I'm actually CEO of Dribble. Wow. Um, yeah. So, we're, so not we're, even
1: GM. It's it's CEO now. How how did that change so quickly? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just a title change, really. It's, mm. uh, yeah.
1: Holy crap. Cool, man. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you've you had the unique background. I, I think the only other guy that we've had on this show, I mean, uh, is Andy Johns, where he's you know uh, been a part of you know multiple growth teams at, at high growth companies too. So what are some trends that you've seen? What are some constants that you've seen around growth at these, at these awesome companies?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think every company is different. Um, So, uh, you know, a lot of those folks I mentioned are, uh, you know, there's similarities and there's, there's uniqueness. Um, You know, I think everything starts with the business model uh, and, uh, and the audience, you know, and so that kind of defines, um, you know, not only the growth strategy, but just business strategy. Right. And I think, um, and I think that's a key thing you know, to talk about, too, is just strategy, you know, because, um, you know, I've, I've had you know, fair success with, um, you know, all the various marketing channels in my career. But what it really comes down to is product and the market and, and how, you know, how big of a market is there and, you know, how much can you sell your product for? And those are those are really interesting, you know, problems to work through. And uh, and that's what, you know, that's what really gets me excited. Awesome. Great. And I mean, tell the tell the audience a little bit
1: about Dribbble, kind of what it is and, and how people can use it. Um, and I'm sure there's multiple use cases because I mean, I only use it for one thing. So
0: yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So Dribbble is, uh, you know, probably one of the most, uh, if not the largest, definitely the most engaged community for designers. Um, it's a place for, where designers uh, show the work they're working on and get feedback from other designers. Uh, we also have, uh, you know, a a job board, and we have a subscription that allows you to find designers uh, to hire. Um, but uh, yeah, at the core, it's a, it's a community. We do um, we do a lot of, you know, in-person meetups, you'll hear about people having Dribbble meetups. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, nine-year-old business, uh, top 1000 website, and uh, yeah, it, I think we're just getting started.
1: What does that mean, top 1000
0: website? Just on Alexa,
1: you know, the rank terms of traffic. Got it. Okay. So speaking of, uh, you know, I guess we're diving into numbers a little bit. What are some numbers that you can share around the business today? Because the top 1000, I'm assuming that you're getting massive traffic.
0: Yeah, I mean, millions of visitors a month. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what kind of numbers that would be interesting there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's an interesting business. It's, uh, you know, I think the most um, like the parallel is LinkedIn. Obviously, they're massive, but we have multiple business lines. So we have um, we have an ad business, we have a subscription business, and we have a, uh, a job board business, a uh, job listing business. Mm-hmm. And so each of those, you know, have bring in different revenue streams. There's different products even under those, you know, different umbrellas. Um, and so, you know, that's been interesting. Since I came on in January, we've actually uh, acquired two other companies. Um, one was a an iPhone app called Ballin, um, and then a, a designer developer marketplace called Crew. Uh-huh. Um, We've also uh, acquired. Um, we work remotely from the Thirty Seven Signals guys, and uh, and we also have Designer News as a property. So there's there's a lot going on underneath the, uh, the the Dribble umbrella these days. Got it. So I mean, yeah, with all that
1: stuff going on, people are probably wondering, you know, what's the vision behind the company? You're, you're making all these strategic moves right now.
0: I'm just wondering, yeah, what's the vision? What's the mission? Yeah, yeah. So you know. The vision's really like we want to become the center of the universe for all things design. Um, we want to be the place where designers come for inspiration and for community to meet other designers. Um, at some point in the future, we want to double down in training. Um, we want to, you know, be, be the place for you know young junior designers to come and uh, you know and, and work out and and become better designers. Um, and on the flip side of the the spectrum of of uh, the design. Lo- like lifespan is uh, work. So once you're once you're a pro designer and you're you're getting paid for your work, um, you know we want to be the place you come to um, to find that work. And and what's interesting right now is that the landscape is is quickly shifting. Uh, U.S. Labor Bureau put out a report last year that 30% of the U.S. workforce was uh, contingent, working freelance. And they estimate that by 2020, that's going to shift over 50. percent So there's a big um, shift in the in the way of work. And so there's a lot of people talking about the future of work right now. Um, and, and LinkedIn actually did a report last December that showed that the top three um, industries that work in freelance design was number two. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so as you'd imagine, you know, we want to get ahead of that that trend and ahead of that curve, and and you know, build a platform that allows designers to uh, to find work more. Uh, more efficiently. Um, you know, when designers take on projects um, and they, they, you know, run a contract, you know, whether that's 30, 60, 90 days, whatever, however long that project goes, you know, when that wraps up, they have to go and, and hustle again to find their next, you know, their next uh, their next job. We, we see that as a, you know, that's, that's a lull period where as a designer, you're not getting paid. Um, you know, so we, we have an opportunity as a platform to make that experience more seamless. So if you're coming off a contract You know, we have your next job waiting for you right away. Uh, The other thing is, like, as a designer, you're probably not the best, you know, legal expert. You're probably not the best at contract negotiations. Mm. You're probably not the best accountant. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes as, you know, as a freelancer that you have to deal with that's, you know, really just a pain in the ass. Um, so we see a big opportunity to, to help designers there as well awesome
1: great yeah everybody check it out I mean just just for context um well it says in this interview but if you're like listening to this on your phone right now it's dribble with a with three Bs, not just not just two um, okay so which you have multiple business units right now you have the you know you have the job board you have subscription as well which which one's the biggest
0: you know it's it's the job board is probably slightly bigger bigger, but it's kind of a, a, a third, third, third. Okay. Got it.
1: Great. So what's working? I mean, you guys are huge right now. I'm not even gonna talk about early this. I, I think I'm more interested because you've worked with so many high growth companies. What's working for you guys today in terms of customer acquisition, like you can just tell me like the most effective thing that you're doing.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's fascinating. Um, uh, it's a hundred percent organic. So there's been zero marketing efforts, you know, today. Um, there's some stuff that you would kind of bucket into marketing. That was kind of just happenstance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have, um, so it's an invite only community. And so the invites that the community gets are, are, uh, the algorithm that sends those out is, uh, a trade secret and and they're extremely scarce. And so that keeps the quality of designers who are uploading and commenting on, on work, really high quality. Um, so that was something that, you know, that has caused this demand, uh, in the market. So now there's like, (laughs) it's funny. There's like aftermarket sites are selling dribble invites. for like 20 bucks a pop. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so that's like one thing. And that was just kind of like, you know, by accident, just because we wanted to keep the quality high that that became a, a thing. Um, you've seen other sites, you know, product on and other, you know, other folks have, you know, use similar tactics. Uh, we also have a, you know, a couple hundred community hosted meetups, um, all over the world. We, we I was just looking the other day. We had some in Afghanistan, um, which is which is funny to think about, but uh, uh, designers just want to meet each other in person. So they we you know they sign up on our site, and what that does basically is we send them out swag, you know, some stickers and some t-shirts and things like that, um, so they can pass out. But really, they just hang out, grab some beers, and you know, some meetups are bigger than others. Uh, some are you know maybe there's two or three designers in a small you know town. Others like San Francisco, you know, we get hundreds and hundreds of people who show up. Uh, for meetups
1: and I'm assuming you, that you have like community managers to help
0: manage these, these meetups, right? Is that how it works? No. So it's literally a hundred percent community community run. So we have a system in place that, uh, we have a, a fulfillment center in, in Texas where we, uh, warehouse a lot of our swag and people will sign up to be a meetup host and pretty much all we're doing right now. Uh, and granted, we want to approve this experience and make it better, uh, but what we're doing right now is we just send out a box of, we call it a meetup kit. Um, we send a meetup kit to the host, and they kind of take it from there.
1: That's so smart. You know, I've been talking about with, with people and I, I've been doing like videos on this too, where, you know, I've been hosting these, uh, monthly happy hours and, and, you know, uh, di- separate dinners as well. But the fact that, you know, when you're able to connect with people in person, just so much more stuff happens because people like doing business with, with people like, Um, The happy hours I was looking at yesterday, like people are starting to do business with each other and like they're, you know, starting friendships and and talking to the side or they're they're making all these other intros. And I'm assuming it's the same effect that you're seeing from these meetups, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when we look at our our traffic, um, direct is our our biggest channel, right? So, you know, as a result of, you know, years and years of, you know, Dribble's nine years old now, years of these meetups happening, you know, we built this global recognizable brand, Um, you know, at least in the design, you know, the startup sphere. Um, And so, you know, people just come directly to us. That's our biggest channel. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is that people will, you know, our second biggest channel is organic search. And that's because, you know, we have all these inbound links because every design profile has a dribble link, you know, linking back to their dribble profile. So that's helped a ton, you know, and that's, uh, you know, in terms of marketing, quote unquote, we haven't actually done you know, any focus there has been really just a focus on the product and, and building a uh, you know a community that um, that designers love.
1: Right. And you know what's interesting? I mean, you, you being a dribble, uh, you know, creative market, and I'm not sure if this actually applies to hire, but you know, a lot of these have that marketplace uh, component to it, right? Well, you can say like, hey, there's these different profiles, and that's good for SEO, like you mentioned. There's there's backlinks coming in, um, and so there has to be some similarities. I mean, what are some trends that you've seen around uh, SEO because you've worked on all these large sites? Um, where, you know, SEO is, is huge for
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the SEO is kind of a, um, you know, and, and it has been since <laughs> since the beginning of the Internet. It's kind of been this, um, you know, I don't want to say snake oil mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> territory, totally. but there's a lot of misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I've always done is, is try to take a common sense approach and just think about like, look, let's make our site as easily crawlable as possible. Let's make it efficient for the bots to, to crawl so we can maximize our index. Uh, let's let's look at inbound link strategy. How can we get inbound links? Um, and, uh, and, and let's just make sure that, you know, the content that people are searching for, you know, lives on our domain. And so you kind of break it down to those, like, simple pieces. Um, it's less of a, you know, you're less likely to kind of get lost down this dark path of... <laughs> you know, all these details that you can get, uh, you know, sucked into in the SEO world. So, um, uh, you know, with creative market, it was, uh, it was a content marketing strategy. So this was, you know, at a time before people were really looking at content marketing as a means to augment, uh, you know, search traffic. Um, and we really, you know, our, our incumbents were people like, you know, I stock Photo and, and, you know, ThemeForest, Vado's uh, sites. And, you know, those guys had a ton of, uh, inbound links, but it's from this long tail of, um, uh, from their affiliate network. Mm. And so, you know, we really looked at content marketing as like, well, shit, we're not going to be able to grow our affiliate network, you know, in a short amount of time. So how else are we going to get, you know, SEO juice? And so we looked at the big, you know, social network insights is like, well, these are big, large, reputable domains. Let's just get a lot of content, a lot of link back coming from these guys. And if that, and we had no idea if it's going to work at the time. Uh, and we just kind of doubled down and, and, you know, sure enough, it, you know, the strategy paid off. And I mean, in Google's one of those things, you start to get in the details and things change all the time. You kind of chase that dragon. If you, you're always looking for the, act, you know, the one little trick or tactic or the thing that's going to work. But you know, I always always really tell my team is like, as long as we're, you know, we're producing content that people like, as long as we're, you know, you know, writing original, timely, high quality content, um, you know, that's going to pay off over time. It's, it's not going to be an overnight hit. You're going to see results, you know, 9, 12 months later. Um, so anyway, that was Creative Market. Um, they've actually done an incredible job, um, you know, over the last uh, year since I've left, where now you could search for, you know, graphic or fonts or illustrations. And they're in, like, the top three results um, at Hired you know, when I came there, it was a walled garden. So there was no, <laughs> there was nothing to crawl. Um, and so we, you know, we built out a content marketing strategy, but got, you know, a content team and a social team started investing, building our social followers. And, and then we also started to build, um, an SEO team, which was, uh, you know, really kind of investing in, um, third party data and building out, you know, structured, structured content. Uh, so being able to build pages that would, you know, uh, be the things that you're looking for. So if you're looking for like jobs at a certain company, like we we partnered with um, with Mattermarks, so we had all this company data and we had our own internal data and you know salary data. And we kind of put these pages together. Um, so that gave a huge bump to to hire once we rolled that stuff out. Um, and then you know and Dribble, like I said, the dribble's just been like this, you know, organic, you know, thing. We've just we, we have all these, you know, hundreds of thousands uh of pages and uh, of, of profiles with rich content and comments and you know and that stuff is just you know take, taking care of itself.
1: Great, awesome, and I think so. I mean, you know, hopefully everyone can dig in on those because there's a lot that actually you know there's a lot of literature around what you just talked about for each and every company. Um, so I hope yeah. you know people take the take the time to dig into it. Um, otherwise, you know, you and I will probably be talking in two to three hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, I think one other interesting thing is, um, you know, the, the fact that uh, Dribbble is acquiring other companies right now. So, you know, when did this acquisition strategy come into play? And uh, I think one interesting question people probably have, or at least I have, is, you know, how are you finding these companies in the first place to purchase?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we had a, you know, we had a brainstorm in January with the team. We we're just talking about like, you know, quarter quarter planning and talked about the things we wanted to build. And the iOS app was something that was like at the top of the list. Um, and, and talking to the, the team over the years, you know, having a mobile app was, was probably the number one requested, you know, feature from the community. And they just hadn't had the resources uh, historically, you know, to, to invest there. And so um, I was kind of weighing the option of like, do we go and hire an iOS person? And then, you know, Drupal has an API and there was a bunch of iOS apps uh, clients that already existed in the market. And so I just downloaded like 15 of them on my phone and, you know, started narrowed those down like the top three, you know, highest quality ones. Um and then just reached out to the founders and I was like, look, you know, dig your app. What do you think about, you know, devin Ross is a young I was developer, founded an app called Ball and he's based in, in New York. And uh, you know, he he uh he said that was uh that sounded like a, a great idea. So we we brought him on and then you know I knew Michael Saka from Crew uh, for many years. And, um, you know, they just spun out Unsplash and they're going to, you know, kind of separate the two businesses there. And, um, you know, it was just kind of a, you know, we had dinner in San Francisco and just kind of t- got to know each other again and reconnect. And, you know, one thing led to another. And, you know, now that team's uh, part of Dribble.
1: Awesome. Yeah. It's so interesting because we had uh, Michael on you know, maybe a couple months ago and then we were actually talking about crew at the time. Um, and I, I found it interesting how he was. T- he wasn't that engaged when we were talking about crew, but when we, we talked about the other product, uh, there's more energy there, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, but now we know, so, um, how do you do your so backing up a second? I mean, the way you decide to purchase these companies, that you know, how do you decide that hey, these are the ones to purchase? Is it just uh, is it based on your vision, or it's like this year we need to purchase X amount of companies? Like, what, what's the impetus for that?
0: Well, the strategy is different, um, and uh, you know, Dribble's parent company, um, uh, is uh. It's tiny. It's called Tiny Capital, and um, and that really came about from the founders of MetaLab, which is the agency who built like Slack and a bunch of you know other really big apps that you guys everyone uses every day. Um, and, uh, and and they've just been been you know incredibly profitable over the years, and so they've they've had this investment thesis uh, to you know instead of like you know investing at seed level, um, they go and they buy you know, young companies that are profitable and, you know, and that's kind of their, their strategy. And, um, and Andrew, Andrew Wilkinson is, you know, metal CEO is you know, he's, he's kind of the Warren Buffett of, you know, internet companies and he has his portfolio now and you know, dribble and designer news and there's, you know, a bunch of other flow and uh, a handful of other companies that, that are kind of part of that family. Um, so I kind of just, you know, I, I followed his lead and, you know, we worked together with the, the crew acquisition. And, uh, you know, the, the crew acquisition strategically, I think it fits r- real closely with, um, you know, our vision of wanting to, you know, continue to build and invest in building a platform to help designers find jobs they love. Um, you know, today they're 100 percent focused on keeping crew crew, um, you know, at, at, you know, who knows what that looks like in the future. Like maybe it's like, you know, crew becomes part of Dribble. Maybe they completely, you know, stay a profitable, you know, revenue generating company and they just continue doing what they're doing. But, um, you know, that's, that's to be seen, but there's, uh, there's advantages, you know, as the CEO now I'm, you know, running P and L there's advantages to having properties like crew, like we work remotely, like designer news, Mm. um, which are almost, you know, they're just revenue generating, uh, properties that don't take a whole lot of operating, uh, labor to keep them going. And so that allows us to reinvest that revenue back into the company, and you know hire more uh, more team members and and help us you know just build more great things faster.
1: Awesome, 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 awesome! Great thesis. So you said it was uh, Andrew Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Okay, cool. So everyone should Google that one for sure. Um, Just a couple more questions from my side. uh, Wrapping up over here. So it's interesting. Like you know, you took the unconventional path to, to, to becoming a CEO. And I, I look at my past, um, as well, where it just, you know, went from kind of in-house marketer to, you know, what I'm doing right now. Um, and you went from web designer to like running growth at all these crazy startups. And then all of a sudden you're, you're a CEO. So, um, I mean, you know, what are some lessons you learned,
0: um, getting to where you are right now? Um, you yeah, know, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at without working with amazing people. Um, you know, early on in my career, my first job out of college, I worked at a company called Tickle, which was, uh, I was working with, you know, Stan Shudnowski, who, um, who heads up Messenger at Facebook now, Michael Birch, who sold Bebo for like $850 million to, to AOL, um, Otis, who, who runs Goodreads. So this, there was all this amazing talent, and it was really at this like, you know, the beginning of, you know, the next wave of, uh, of the Internet. Where kind of coming out of the dot-com boom in the early years, um, early 90, early 2000s, we could, you know, we could buy a lot of traffic really cheaply because there just wasn't a whole lot of competition. Um, and then around 2003, 2004, um, you know, those channels started to dry up and we had to start to look at, you know, other means to, um, you know, to grow businesses affordably. And, you know, that's when we really started, like, growth hacking, you know, huh. and so, at Tickle, you know, Stan built the first address book scraper before it was a thing. Um, and now, like, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn, they all have that part of their their onboarding flow. Um, you know, we were, we were the first company to do that. now, you know, Michael Birch, who, um, you know, now runs The Battery in, in San Francisco, um, he uh, he was the first one to kind of tell us about virality and, and talk about, like, the growth of, of a web property, like, you know, um, with the analogy of, like, a virus, like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Actually, like disease spreading, right? Uh, which, which was like, you know, that was kind of mind blowing for me at the time. And so, anyway, I mean, you know, as as a, uh, you know, kind of coming from a designer, you know, to more of a product uh, role. The product role was really a, a growth role. It was, but it was like full stack, right? From you know, coming up with the product idea, you know, building it, testing it, shipping it, um, and and you know, all of that, and then. You know the the growth moniker kind of came you know later on, but it's it's really just you know growth is a new name for you know I think just having a a mixed uh, a mixed bag of tricks you know having a heavy toolbox full of tools at your disposal to just figure out the problem and um, you know I've like I said I've I've, you know had success in all the marketing channels over the years, but my biggest wins with growth have been you know you know design thinking or, or product design wins you know not necessarily marketing wins awesome great so what's one big uh or what's one new tool that you've added in
1: the last year that's added a lot of value to you so it could be like slack for example
0: um yeah i mean there was a cool tool that uh you know we used to hired. we're actually using a dribble now too um there's a company called zen prospect uh um, roy's tool you know, what's that the ceo's name is roy yeah yeah um yeah so uh zen prospect uh you know is an like an automated uh, prospecting tool and so what they were able to do for us at hired is they went out and found um, you know all the people who were hiring for certain roles mm-hmm. and um, and then we were able to distill who the right uh, contact would be at that company to reach out about that role and then they would they had a team of like you know 60 70 folks in India or something who would go find the email address for that person mm-hmm. um, and we just plug that into our our SDR team and they just fire fire away. Uh, this is for recruiting outreach. purposes. Yeah, you know, this is just filling. Yeah, so filling up uh, hired's pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, reaching out to companies who are hiring roles that hired uh, offered. We could say, hey, I see you have a job, you know, up on Indeed. Um, we have we have a you know thirty great engineers on hired this week who are ready to go. Oh, got come it, check, got it, got it. Come got check it. us out. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I've
1: heard it's, it's it's much better than the other tools out there. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get Roy on, on the podcast. Um, so those of you out there, stay tuned. We're going to talk more about that product for sure in the future. Um, and then, Zach,
0: what's one must-read book you'd recommend to everyone? Uh, you know, I think my favorite over the last couple of years has been uh, Ben Horowitz The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Mm. Um, that's one that sticks out. Um, I just reread Remote which is the 37 Signals guys, Jason Freed and, and DHH. Um, are you guys remote at Drupal? Yes, yeah, so we're 100% remote. So that's why I, I picked <laughs> it up again. Um, it's a really great book. Uh, highly recommend that one. Um, actually, all, all their books are, are really good because they kind of write to the the contrary of, of kind of common Silicon Valley uh, common sense, which is, uh, and, and they make a very common sense <laughs> point about a lot of their, their claims. So right. I, I really like that one. Great. Cool. We'll drop those in the show notes. But Zach, this has
1: been great. What's the best way for people to find you online?
0: Uh, Zach415. 415, Z-A-C-K-415 415, and all the uh, the usual suspects. Uh, uh, com is my blog that I never update. And, uh... <laughs> And I'm uh, Zach Adribble, if you want to shoot me an email. Awesome. Great. Zach, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and remember to take action and continue growing.